Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're tuned in. You're tuned in to Stardom 100 Radio. Stardom 100 Radio. What time is it? With your host, Tanisha Davis. We're the show that's keeping it all the way 100 with you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the heavenly orchestrated, never duplicated lyrical symphony known as the Eternal One Eternity, a.k.a. Mr. Everlasting, the lyrical assassin, and you are tuned into Stardom 100 Radio. Let's go. Yo, what's poppin'? It's the Young Lion, Sammy, and right now you're tuned in to Stardom 100 Radio. Keep it locked. What's up, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode here on Stardom 100 Radio, and I'm your host, none other than Tanisha Davis. Um, happy Juneteenth to everyone out there. Hope you all know that today is celebration of Juneteenth. So um, take the time to educate yourselves about why we are celebrating Juneteenth. It's very important if you don't know about it. Research. All right. So today we have a very special guest on the show, um, author Johan, who will be speaking about his new sci-fi and fantasy novel called The Unveil. So this is really, really dope. I really want you all to pay attention because I'm just excited about this topic. I'm excited about this book. Uh, He's going to be bringing us a lot of uh, amazing information about the book. So be sure to be attentive. So, Jovan, do we have you on the line? Yes, you do. I'm here, Tisha. How are you? I'm doing great. How's the weather? You're in Georgia. It's pretty nice today. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not super. It's not bad at all, actually. It's it's perfect. I ate outside today, so it was good. Okay, it's very hot, very hot. And, <laughs> and you would think, like with the cold that we experienced, that we would be like, oh yay! It is like, yeah. uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't like either extreme, so I totally feel like we hop from one to the other. But here we are. Right. Right. So, um, to all the listeners, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, give us a little uh, background on you as an author. So, um, I started off, I've been writing pretty much my entire life, uh, ever since I was, like, uh, about six years old. And, like, the earliest I can remember, I'd won a competition um, with my first book titled The Little Frog. And ever since then, I've been writing, um, even up through uh, high school into college. I went to the University of Georgia, go dogs. And um, we, I wrote, I did uh, a little bit of poetry there too, as well as well as uh, different short stories. Um, until I got, uh, and then towards the end of college, I began the Unveiled series and haven't looked back since. Um, wow. So that's pretty much my uh, writing journey. Okay. Now this book is is like a sci-fi fantasy, but it actually uh, includes characters that represent us, black people. 
Um, I think a piece of it might be like have been subconsciously that I just like yearned to be included in the community that I didn't mm-hmm. feel myself represented. I think we get kind of like always caught up in um like we're not caught up, but we always have to relate to characters that don't look like us and we do it but right. it's like at some point you're like, I would like to see somebody who looks like this or at some point you go to the movies to see a movie and you're just like, Wow, there's like not one black person in this movie or one person of color, period, to be honest. And so I thought I think that's where it kind of spawned and just like um and because it is fantasy and because it is sci fi, I had the opportunity uh, or rather the, the the great opportunity to like create a world that like I envisioned and that I would think would be like if if um, something outside of the realm of our reality existed, what it would look like to me, and um, it, that's how it spawned. And then I just kept writing and didn't look back. Okay. Now I like that you you wrote a book that has characters that represent us. Because like you said, you don't get to see black people represented, not even in the movies when they do a lot of these um, sci-fi movies, fantasy movies. Like if you go back and think about Avatar. Now, I was a little on edge with Avatar because the people, I was I was like, they kind of seemed like they had some of a, you know, a little urban going on. But yeah, yeah. Like, what was your thought about that movie? Um, I think I I appreciate the premise that they were trying to show them that like I think it was like uh because you're talking about Avatar where they had like the blue aliens and they went yeah. to the planet and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> that one was interesting because it was like they were trying to allude. Uh, I guess as far as like the actual theme behind the movie, I guess I appreciate it. But as overall involvement, I'm just like, what is like I didn't really get it. Um, um, but I like in the um, but as far as like the overall theme of the movie and like what it what the movie was like as far as like script goes and the storyline, I definitely one hundred percent um understood. But I was, I'm kind of like in the middle as far as that goes. But I did appreciate right. that, which all movies do. Uh, like everybody gets uh like um the the theme of a movie, but like doesn't apply it to real life. Like we got that that was like preserving the land and for like the people that originally were on there and honoring it and stuff like that. Um, as long as they like apply it to real life, I think it it kind of begs the question like, well, you have all these themes throughout the movie. Why don't you involve people that like actually have those themes in reality? So it kind of just is always it's always like a win lose. I feel like in in when it comes to like movies like that, but um. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, now going back to the unveil, uh, this is a story about um, the character, the main character is Sprite, and so like she's yeah. a, is she's an elf? Is she? She's an yeah, elf. Yeah, right? she's a, she's, okay. So yeah, she's an elf. So like I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was just actually go ahead and oh, tell yeah. me about this story. Yeah, so uh, Alia, she's a sprite. She's um like what like you would look like um an everyday. Uh, I wanted them the people the elves to be very like connected to the earth. Like um a lot of our ancestors are of course, but definitely because just the theme behind the elves are people that are very connected to nature and stars and things like that. So I wanted to make her that embodiment of that character since we also are like super as far as like historically have been. Um, so she's a very like if I envisioned her as far as things she has a uh, locks in the in the book. Um, she's like a, a darker complexion. She's like just this like if you could envision somebody she's just like super um 
around her in the nature, but culturally, um, if someone mm-hmm. has, like, to be outside, like, she's just this, like, spirit that's just, like, raging and has um, all these ambitions and dreams and doesn't let the world hold her back. And it, it was just so easy to write her character because I feel like I see so much of that around me to where it's, like, naturally be, like, I have all these barriers, but I still want more, and, and I'm going to get it. So um, that was um, her character. That's where it came about. And I feel like um, also it came up, I, I think I never debated it being um, a black female character. But I think uh, along the line I realized, like, wow, there's not any others out here that are, like, main characters. I mean, even, like, we're just now getting, I think, female characters, like, in leads as far as fantasy goes, period. But definitely I don't see any um, black female leads. So I think especially since they're the ones that are, um, if we're talking about warriors in, in reality, or ones who are, like, standing up for things and, um, and injustices and fighting battles, like, they would be the ones. So it was just only natural that, like, to build this character and it kind of be relatable to a lot of people. But also that it was just, it, I felt like there was a need. Um, so that's how mm-hmm. she sprouted, and now she's a, uh, she's real in a, in a sense. Wow. Now, is it possible, cause, and I may be jumping ahead, but hey, um, is it possible that she may want to submit this? You know, this could be a possible film because I like the storyline, and like I, <laughs> like I want to see her, see her now. Like I love this story and the message behind it. So, you know, is there any potential for a film? Uh, I I would definitely like to see it, like on on the uh, on the big screen. Like that'd be cool to like see someone else else's own translation because I'd want it to be that I'd want them to be able to uh, definitely be able to put their hands on it and to and to make it into this thing that like you know their interpretation after reading it um, what it is and things like that. The only thing that I want I want to make sure and that is probably like the only thing that I probably feel like super super passionate about to where it's like a movie like would be made unless like this was like hands on. But I definitely want to be involved to a large degree right. in casting because uh especially since we're 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 a group that experiences colorism um to like yeah. a very, very like high degree, I definitely want the characters to be trained in, like as they are because uh that's just how it should be. And so right. um yeah, that would be like I would definitely like to see it as far as like the big screen goes. I think it'd be cool to see like something that you wrote that you've written um be portrayed to you in a way that, like, you know, translates to other people. Like, even in reading the book, people probably uh, see might see Aya in a few different ways, a few different uh, appearances. Uh, but, um, you know, it'd be cool to see an actress portray that and be like, oh, wow, I never thought I'd her to do Extraordinary, which I'm sure she would. Uh, but I think uh, it's overall, like, Extraordinary, so, like, definitely I would want to see this on film. But I wouldn't want it to uh, – but I would definitely want them to have their own interpretation as far as uh, what they feel the story uh, conveyed. Okay. Now, speaking of um, when we were talking about with film, um, I wanted to speak about like uh, what we had talked about with how there it's like a lack of love for black uh, people in these movies. So, like, why do you feel that there's you know like why do you feel that exists towards us? Um, I think there's probably like a number of things. Uh, give I think first of all, first and foremost, given our history, I think there's definitely a uh, a perception that was pitched and um and that was uh put forth uh, to kind of hinder us 
And I think, um, to a degree, I think it's empowering very much to see yourself in a movie, to see yourself portrayed as yes. kings and queens, or to see yourself even portrayed as, as a magical character. I think um, it, it's empowering, and I think it's all. I think like just like there are systems put in place, like as far as like justice systems and and um, societal systems. I feel like um, as far as like Hollywood and mainstream media, sometimes like it's kind of like want to keep uh, black people in these in these boxes and because like right. um if they if they see it then they'll believe it and you know like like it's kind of like the thing of like we don't we didn't see ourselves as like doctors and lawyers and now there's like so many so i think it's time that like we like um that it's, it's super important to tear down those those misconceptions and to be inclusive yeah. i think those two are major indicators of what's happening and also outside of it they just feel like people won't watch the the movie if it features um characters um, outside of the majority, um, specifically black characters. So I guess that's because like I said, given our history. So I think that's something that I'm looking forward to break, breaking down. Um, I don't feel like even when I'm um, talking to people about the book or pitching it, no matter who they are, like like it's very important for me to mention that this is a need in our genre. These are like black characters, and that they should be just as receptive as we have to characters like Harry Potter or um, Lord of the Rings or Hunger Games, any of these that have uh, mainstream white characters that we've been able to connect to. So I think it's just um, definitely a part of um, those those three indicators are for sure, I feel like, probably the large in part. Um, but I think we're at a place in society where we definitely need to change that. Yes, I agree. Um, because, you know, black people, we are magic. And, you know, I, I I love, like, when Black Panther came out, you know, it really inspired people to see themselves, us, black people, to see ourselves as who we really are, you know? Exactly. Um, you know, and, and they don't want us to know who we really are or to know that we are, we do come from royalty as kings and queens and so forth. So, you know, that, like you said, they want us to stay in a box. You know, and and I like that you're changing that with your book. That you're taking things outside of the box and showing um, black people that hey, you're magical. You can you can be um, the lead in these films and even in these books. You know, they they don't promote a lot of um, black books on sci-fi and fantasy. And I'm sure they exist. There's a lot of them out there. You know, and it, and they yeah. don't promote it. It's kind of looks like you know, like, look down upon, but I like what you're doing, and my hats is off to you, you know, that you're pushing it and promoting it, and I'm really this to become a film. Like, I really am. Like, I would love to watch this because I love movies like that anyway. I'm a sci-fi yeah. fantasy girl, so. <laughs> so yes. I do yes. Like yeah. yeah, so I'm like, I like this, so I'm really excited about it. Um, for those who haven't read the book yet, what powerful message uh, can be taken from this book? Um, so there are a few in there. One that I put that I had perfect intention of putting in there since we, I feel like we've kind of always highlighted throughout books and data that like, I feel like people get the idea that like you should treat people better that are like underserved um, and things like that. But one message I wanted to put in there specifically was using whatever privilege and access we have, even if we are oppressed groups to help, um, each other. And so, um, what, like, for instance, like, I as a black man should be interested in pushing, shouldn't be only interested in pushing agendas that benefit me and not black women 
or um, are people are part of the LGBTQ community or um, people that are Im- um, immigrants or coming to this country for a better life, like I should look at the quality of life as the same and, and um, use whatever privileges accesses, whether despite myself, to uh, help benefit those people. And so um, in the book, Alia is, um, she's a she-elf, and she lives in a society that's patriarchal, which means um, there's so much, uh, there's a lot of misogyny. A lot of uh, people feel like she only places in the house, and she wants to be a warrior. She has dreams that extend beyond um, just those minor things, and she felt like she should have the same opportunity as all the other elves that do get to do and choose their path and what they want to do. Um, but in the same respect, there are humans that live in the city that are uh, treated like uh, treated are treated terribly and don't have any accesses at all. Don't have any don't have opportunity for advancement. They basically live to serve uh, the elven community, and that's something that she was okay with for a long time. As a matter of fact, she kind of like helped enforce it um, to a degree with like her words and her beliefs and how she treated other humans. So that's something that um, I thought was, like, a very, very important message. There are also a lot of themes in here that we don't always talk about, like abuse. Um, there's also classism that's in here that, that's addressed and that I think I, I appreciate And um, outside of those terms. But those are, I, I feel like, three great messages that are in here outside of just the realm of just being, um, being able to read something that you know isn't, like, directly correlated um, with our, our uh, present realities. Um, something just outside the scope, so it's just the opportunity to enjoy a great book. Um, but I feel like those are the three things I want to make sure that people uh, get when they read this story that they un- um, that they take away uh, and make sure that they like use in their everyday um, lives, as well as learning um, uh, a little bit about themselves and and that they're uh, magical beings, just like what they see in books and on movies. Right, right. I like that. Um, now. What would you say um, really helped set you apart from a lot of other authors who do write um, in this genre? Um, I think definitely I don't. Um, since I am uh, like like self-published and pushing my own work, um, I think I have a passion that's inherent. Um, something that uh, that I guess you could like see in the in the work is that I was very intentional in this story. I wanted to make sure that uh, the characters looked how I wanted to look them. There was no ambiguity. Um, I didn't want anything like of that sort. Like I wanted these characters to be who I wanted them to be. I wanted um, the themes to be what I wanted them to be, and I wanted the story to be what I wanted it to be. And I feel like that takes um, a lot of authors don't think, um, sometimes think about the end um, game and just putting a work out there and also trying to appeal to a masses that has never really fully accepted them. And I think that's um, super important to put something to not have to not feel like it's an expectation to just be yourself. Um, I'm not asking people to um, completely be gung ho for this story, but I want but I want them to be able to experience it, read it, and um, and seek to understand as opposed to seek to um, accept in a way. Um, so I think that's something that that this um, disconnects me from other authors. I feel like this isn't engaging to me. This is a this is something. This is a need, and this is most importantly me. Like um, I'm not going to ask black women or black men or um, anyone to change um, who they are as people or to um, to dim their lights so, so that way um, people can feel like they can shine when there's when everybody should be able to shine um, in every yeah. sort of in every uh, sort of way and form. So I think that 
shows for a powerful story and that like that I put a lot of myself into this and um, didn't hold back. So I think that's something that sets me uh, a few things that set me away, uh, set me apart from a few uh, or a, a great portion of authors in this genre. Thank you. Um, now again, like now this is this is uh, is this the first book in the series? Yes, this is the first book in the series. So, um, and I've actually completed like the whole story. I wanted to make sure there was like I didn't have to come back and be like, oh wow, I wrote this in the first one. I can't write this in the next one. So I wanted to complete the full series before um, I went um, into or before I decided to put the first book out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm looking forward. Like again, I'm 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 gonna be the person to, to look for the actual movie to hit out. After this, because yeah. I'm just yeah, like yeah. you, you got a gold mine on your hand with this. So continue to push this book. I'm supporting of it because, like I said, I love it. I love the storyline. I love what it represents, and I love the message behind it. And truly, you know, I can see that you are very passionate um, as a writer, very creative. Like, where does where does Thank the creativity you. come from? Oh, uh, I think <laughs> actually that's a uh, that's a good one. I feel like I've always kind of been like this, even growing up. I think I've always had like the concept that uh, there were things that I wanted to change, or there's like a vision, like or the vision of things that like I wanted to see happen. And I'd be like, well, I can make them happen. And like you'd hear things like, I don't know, you can't do that, or uh, you know, boys can't be um can't be good at that, or even like that, you know. Yeah. Um, or the concept that um that like what like what all writing is and how um how um it's not this restrictive thing. And I think I've always thought to be like, if I don't like something I can change it if I want to, like no matter what someone says. And I think that's kind of challenged people outside the realms whether it comes to education or whether it comes to starting that business or, you know, putting out that podcast that you, like, always wanted to do. I think it's very important to operate within those means, and I was just happy to be, like, blessed enough to, like, have realized early on enough that, like, I can um, I can achieve what I want and um, I can create what I want. And creating what you want is something beautiful because um, yeah. it's essentially a piece of you that you externalized and been able and put out there for the world to consume. And um, whether they like it or not, it's, it's there and you birthed it. And so I think that's something that I've always appreciated and I want to experience that feeling all the time. So that's the way I think it, it kind of stemmed. Okay. Well, Jovan, it has been like a pleasure speaking to you. Um, like I said, Thank I'm you. excited series. I love it. I'm so happy I had a chance to meet you during uh, Atlanta's Black Writers Weekend. Uh, yes, I'm you. like super excited. It's like a great experience. And um, can you tell all of the listeners um, where they can purchase your book, The Unveiled? So they can purchase my book either at uh, on Amazon uh, at barnesandnobles.com or um, at we, on webuyblack.com. And you can okay. also go to my website, hobanelray.com, and um, order it there as well. Okay. And how can um, listeners keep up with you on social media? So you can follow me on social media um, at hobanelray. That's J-O-V-E-N-E-L-R-A-Y. That's on Instagram and Twitter. 
Um, you can follow the Unveiled series at Unveiled Series um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you for I'm having me. So I'm like, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next book in the series as well. <laughs> yes. And, and, and just keep in mind, we'll be like in the inbox, like, hey, when is the film coming out? Like, whoever, whatever producer is tuned in and listening, Hey, y'all need to jump on this. This this is gonna yes, be so. I'm excited. So thank you again for being a guest, and um, thank you, you have a nice day. Thank you. Thank you. This is Stardom 100 Radio. Be sure to keep up with us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. You can also keep up with us on Instagram at Stardom 100 Radio. And be sure to follow me, your lovely host, on Instagram, Kanisha D. Davis. And you are listening to TGB Remedy. Be sure to go download this new single. And also be sure to go ahead and keep her up with our author who was just featured on the show, Hoven, about his new book called The Unveiled. Thank you for tuning in, and we are out.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.